Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. The Apostle Paul, writing to the Christians in Rome, told them that the gospel, which is the death, the burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, that the gospel was the power of God unto salvation to the Jew first and also to the Greek or the Gentile. Well, I explain the whys and hows of sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ to the Jew first. The Jewish Messiah has come to his chosen people, the Jewish people. And you need to understand the command, the contradiction, the compassion, the covenants, and the conflict that will surround the Jewish people and getting the gospel message to them. I have a five-part audio series on CD that will assist you in understanding the Jewish person and how we must be involved in getting the gospel message to them. This series is entitled, To the Jew First. If you'd like to get your copy of it, I'll tell you in just a moment the number you can call, a toll-free number, to make your order. This will assist you in understanding how to communicate the gospel message to the Jew as well as to the rest of the world. I'll give you that toll-free number to call in just a moment. But before I do that, let's take a moment and listen to the first in the series of To the Jew First. This is entitled, The Command. We'll be back in a moment after you listen to this portion of the message, and I'll tell you how you can get your own copy of the entire five-hour audio series on CD. Now, here's the message. Oh, by the way, look at uh, verse 6. And unto the sons of Ham, Cush. Well, maybe you don't know them by their biblical name. May I give you their modern-day names? Oh, I didn't do that with Je- uh, with uh, Jephthah, did I? Magog? Well, that's Russia and the Ukraine. Meshach, Tubal, Gomer, Tagarma? Well, I was just recently in Turkey doing some television for Day of Discovery. Picked up an ancient Turkish map. You know what? Turkey was divided into four parts in ancient days. You know what the four parts were? Meshach, Tubal, Gomer, Tagarma. Russia? Ukraine, Turkey. Oh, uh, let's look here at the the sons of Ham. Cush. That's Ethiopia, Somalia, Sudan. Mizoram. Well, that's modern-day Egypt. Put. Well, that's modern-day Libya. Look down there in verse 8, And Cush begot Nimrod. Verse 9, he was a mighty hunter. Verse 10, the beginning of his kingdom was Babel in the land of Shinar. Babel? Well, that's modern-day Iraq. You paying attention to what I'm saying? Do you understand what was going on? God arranged the nations for ministry. Satan is going to arrange, or excuse me, align those same nations for a massacre of the Jewish people. Every one of the nations I've read is already in Bible prophecy. Go to the book of Daniel chapter 11, just for a moment. Daniel chapter 11. Let me show you something in Daniel chapter 11. I don't have enough time. We could spend a couple of hours on Daniel chapter 11, one of the most prophetic passages in all of Scripture. Uh, But may I take a shortcut, please, if you'd like to discuss some of the assumptions that I'm making without showing you the proof text, I will be happy to do it with you. But look at verse 40, if you will. And here's what Daniel the prophet wrote 2,500 years ago. And at the time of the end, man, that's about as plain as a nose on your face. At the time of the end, 
You don't have to elaborate much. There's no exegesis of that at the time of the end. At the time of the end shall the king of the south push at him, and the king of the north shall come against him. Well, if, if I did take the time to show you, and let me take the shortcut, if you will, please. If I did take the time and go back to the first part of chapter 11, you would find out the king of the north is that part of the Grecian empire that is known as modern-day Syria. The king of the south is that part of the Grecian empire in times past that is known today as modern-day Egypt. And so the king of the north, Syria, and the king of the south, Egypt, are going to come at him. Hmm. Mr. Rom, oh, that's old Ham's son. I, I remember Mr. Rom back there in the, right after the flood. And Assyria? That's one of Shem's boys. Huh. Back at the time of the flood, 2,000 years before Ezekiel or Daniel wrote what they're going to be writing, 4,500 years before today. He's writing about this stuff in the book of Genesis. Him, oh, by the way, I'm taking a shortcut. Please allow me. He, his, and him, those three pronouns, he, his, and him, found in chapter 11, verses 36 to 45, are talking about one person, the Antichrist, the world ruler of the future, the false messiah. So it says that Syria and Egypt in the last days are going to push against the Antichrist. How does that happen? The Antichrist, when he comes to power, is going to establish a peace treaty with the Jewish people. It's so interesting to see what's going on in the, all the talk about peace in the Middle East. Total subterfuge, but it's interesting to watch. And as a journalist, I've had a, a really exciting time reporting all of the things. In fact, I was at the peace treaty signing between Israel and Jordan. But the Antichrist is going to establish a peace. And if indeed the Antichrist is this precious lady over here on the second row, if I went to her and said, ma'am, I want to protect you, I'm concerned, you're a precious lady, but you're alone tonight, and so I'm going to sign a, a treaty. I'm going to sign an agreement with you, I'll protect you. And if I leave the area and she comes under attack, it's like attacking me, and I must run back in to protect her. Well, that's what happens. Look at verse 41. When Syria and Egypt come at Israel... What happens to the Antichrist? Verse 41, And he shall enter into the glorious land. Many countries shall be overthrown, but these shall escape out of his hand. Even Edom, Moab, and Ammon. Well, that's modern-day Jordan. Into three parts they're divided. Look here in verse 42. And he will stretch forth his hand also on the countries of the land of Egypt, which shall not escape. But he shall have power over the treasures of the gold and silver and over the, all the precious things of Egypt. Now look at here. And the Libyans, that's put grandson to Noah, son to Ham. We just read about it. And the Ethiopians, that's Cush, grandson to Noah, son to Ham. And shall be in, at their steps with tidings out of the east and out of the north. You know what it's talking about here? An alignment of nations. Satan aligning nations for a massacre. Go to chapter 38 of Ezekiel just a moment. Ezekiel chapter 38. Let me show you something here in Ezekiel 38. Verse 2. Son of man, set thy face against Gog in the land of Magog. Gog's the personality. Magog is the place. Magog is the location of the Ukraine. You see, there's a hermeneutical principle when you study Bible prophecy, and in particular, biblical geography. That hermeneutical principle is this. Who was the author writing about when he wrote the book? Not who are they today, 
But who was Magog in the days of Ezekiel? Well, that's the geographical location of the Ukraine and Russia. I'm not sure if you know this, but the Ukraine actually was the fatherland for Russia. An ancient Ukrainian king sent his son, the crown prince, over to establish Russia. They, they don't talk about that much today. They're too proud to talk about that. But it's, it's, so Magog is the Ukraine and Russia. And then you're talking about the others. Look what he says here in verse 2. Son of man, set thy face against Gog, the personality in the land of Magog, the place, that is Ukraine and Russia, chief prince of Meshach and Tubal. There were those grandsons of Noah, sons of, of uh, Jepheth. Look at verse 6. Gomer and all the bands of the house of Tagarma in the north quarters. Back up to verse 5. Persia. You know what Persia until 1935, it was known as Persia. You know what they became in 1935? They became three countries, Afghanistan, Pakistan, and Iran. And then Ethiopia. I just told you, Kush, Ethiopia, Sudan, and Somalia. And then look here, Libya, modern-day Libya, Colonel Gaddafi. Are you paying attention to what I'm saying, folks? I have just mentioned all the major players who are enemies of Israel. At their northeastern border, the Syrians. The Syrians, who have for 40 years controlled all of Lebanon and supposedly pulled their troops out, some 40,000. Oh, but maybe you didn't hear this. Here's a journalist. Maybe you didn't hear my report. Over those years of controlling Lebanon, 500,000 Syrian people moved into Lebanon. The 40,000 troops were out, but the 500,000 remained, and among them, all intelligence agencies report at least 10,000 secret Syrian agents still in the land, controlling. And now Syria, with weapons they bought from Vladimir Putin of Russia rockets capable of hitting every single spot in Israel with a death blow. Syria? Egypt! Egypt! Egypt? It's like the elephant getting his nose under the edge of the tent so he can tear the tent down. The Prime Minister of Israel is making a deal with Egypt to let them come into the Gaza Strip and be the people in charge of security. Hello? That's like putting a fox in charge of the chicken coop. How ridiculous. I don't understand it. Don't ask me a question. If we have Q&A, don't ask me why Prime Minister Ariel Sharon does what he does. I do not know. That's the answer already except for the fact he's preparing the stage for Bible prophecy to be fulfilled. The Egyptians, the most populated Arab nation in the world, over 88 million people growing by a million every eight months. And Hosni Mubarak, who's the president of Egypt, about to be overthrown by Islamic radical fundamentalists who want to destroy the Jewish state. Turkey? Tayyip Yerdegan just made a historic visit to meet with Prime Minister Sharon in Israel. 
He's a radical Islamist. He used to be the mayor of Istanbul. He was taken out of office by the Turkish military, who were the custodians of the Turkish society, because he was a radical Muslim. And so he got out, he formed a political party, that political party ran for office, they were elected, they had the major party, so they are controlling the government of Turkey. He wasn't able to be prime minister, so they changed the constitution. So Tayyip Erdogan, a radical Muslim who wants to kill Jews, can come to power. Colonel Gaddafi of Libya? Do I need to say anything about him? Sudan? where Osama bin Laden trained all of his men? Somalia, Black Hawk Down? I mean, you say, Jimmy, you're getting a little political. No. No, I've read the scenario found in God's Word for the last days, and I'm just applying current events that are happening in these nations. Russia, uh, Vladimir Putin has become the most powerful leader since the fall of the former Soviet Union, has moved everything into position to take a hard grip on his people. Unbelievable. And he has become the sugar daddy for every Islamic group that wants to destroy the Jews now in the land. Thank you for taking a moment to listen to this first part of a new five-hour audio series on CD entitled To the Jew First. We would love for you to have your own copy. I explain the whys and hows of sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ to the Jewish people. I talk about the Jewish Messiah, and I relate how God wants us to be involved in communicating the gospel to his chosen people. This series is entitled, To the Jew First. We want you to have your copy. Call this number, 877-674-3298. Now, that's a toll-free number from across America. Our staff is standing by. They'll tell you how you can get your copy of the five-hour audio series on CD entitled, To the Jew First. It is essential we be involved in communicating the gospel not only to the Jew but to every single person around the world. The only reason that the rapture of the church has not taken place and Jesus Christ shouting for us to come join him in the heavenlies is that he is not willing that any should perish, but all should come to the knowledge of the faith. If you would like to have your copy of To the Jew First, a five-hour audio series on CD, call this number right now. It's toll-free, and they'll tell you how you can attain your copy. That's 877-674-3298. And remember, that shout to call us to be with him in the heavenlies could happen today. So let's keep looking up until.